Yo, what's good people? It's your boy TSK and welcome to the Hashtag Rooted and Established podcast where we are having conversations with people who are pursuing their goals, leaving behind memorable legacies. I hope that after listening you're inspired, encouraged and motivated to keep making the most out of what you have. Let's get it! Cause if you look inside your heart, you'll find that you're made of love and you see That's why you're so special I, I still didn't even listen to that album properly, which is uh, quite. Oh, bro, my guy, it's got <laughs> life lessons on it. I like, I like that. Yeah. I like that conscious rap. Um, that rap that talks mm, about mm, financial mm. literacy and generational mm. wealth. I love that stuff. Mm. Nah, sick man. I, I could probably be chatting here for ages, so we should probably start. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, then. Cool, cool, cool. Welcome to the Hashtag Rooted and Established podcast. I'm here with a very good friend of mine. He goes by the name of Kofi Ade. Kofi, how are you, man? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on, bro. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. So, obviously, so Kofi and I, we, we go quite a while back. Uh, we went to school together. Yep. Um, so, how, how old were you when you joined Whitgift? Oh, I you joined year six you. or year seven? Yeah, year six, year six. So... Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. So, yeah, so I, like, literally, because I was in the year above Kofi. Mm. So, yeah, literally, like, throughout our whole school um, careers, like, we've, we've been in school at the same time. Um, and to be honest, like, with you, like, when we're in school, I always knew that, from the outside looking in anyway, um, I always knew that your, your passions were basketball and mm. then your academics. Like, I, know, I knew those were two things that you, like, took very seriously. So, obviously, now when we leave school... Mm. And I go on my Instagram and I see you on the red carpet with Michael B. Jordan and Letitia Wright. I was just there like, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, since when, fam? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. I feel like I feel like I need I need a good breakdown of just well, firstly, where your passion for like me like things concerning media like came from, and then yeah, like where certain opportunities like that like you end up at the uh, at the red carpet for Black Panther, like where opportunities like that kind of came from. So yeah, like mm. yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, so I, I yeah, in school it was a bit crazy. From year six, I wasn't really like thinking about my future or anything like that. I was just thinking about mm. you know living day by day, mm. and that was kind of like I didn't know fully what I wanted to do until sixth form, and I remember mm. it was um upper six so that's the last year of ib and i was praying to mm. no sorry lower six so the first year of ib and i was praying um praying to mm. god like uh Lord that's year 12 for, for those that don't know yeah 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 12 um i was praying to god yeah. like what's my purpose what am i doing what am i gonna do mm. for the rest of my life and um mm. i believe god told me to be a storyteller and the reason i okay. believe that is because the way that i learn best is through stories and looking mm. at the way Jesus taught was through parables. And I always mm. loved the parables in the Bible because they made they, they made it very, uh, they made the lessons Jesus was trying to teach very immediate and mm. Um, mm. very accessible to me. Mm. So cool. I say, okay, Lord, I believe you're telling me to be a storyteller. Let's roll with that. What mm. do I do next? And from, um, from there, he was like, okay, you need to start telling people stories. Whose stories do I tell? Um, and that's when, like, God was like, you've got your free will. So I created a, a content 
uh, creation company called ITTD, which stands for I Think That's Dope. Because essentially what I wanted to do mm. at that point was to promote anything that I saw was dope. Anything that was cool, anything that I was like, oh, okay. that's amazing. Let me, mm. let me, let me like mm. create a platform to just spread the things that I think are cool. So I got mm. my dad's old camera and it was a really old, like old, old, some Sony, I don't even know camera. And mm. I went around Croydon, um, like taking pictures of street art and stuff like that, putting it. So it started up kind of like a photo blog thingy. Mm. and then after the um after Wait, were these pictures that you were taking like on the street or was it also stuff that you maybe found online as well or like uh so it started as stuff that i was taking on the street mm. and when i got into my gap year that's when i started to do because mm. after exams were finished it was like okay i'm got my place in uni so i can take a gap year because i never wanted to go to uni my parents were like you have to go oh um, okay that's i wanted to do ittd yeah it oh, was okay. crazy man because you know, the whole uni thing is very pushed. It's, it was pushed on me quite a, quite a lot. Um, so I kind of bartered and said... From your parents? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, mm. Um, I bartered and said, if I can, like, secure a university place, can I do a gap year? And they accepted that. That's that, that's good, man. Yeah. And so it was in my gap year, that's when I took ITTD serious. And mm. I, um, I was working... I remember I was working at a marketing agency just to make mm. some money to buy some new equipment for it. Yeah. And um, I was like, I saw the trailer for Black Panther come out. Mm. And I said to myself, like, this film is like the blackest film I've ever seen. It is Marvel. <laughs> yeah. And I love Marvel. It's superheroes. It's everything I want to be like. I want to be in the industry. I want to get in there. So I didn't have any contacts. Mm. I didn't know anybody. So I, I like did a Google search while I was at work. I mean, I should have been working, but anyway, um, I, I was doing a Google search for <laughs> the head honcho at Marvel Entertainment, and I found them. Right, for the head I found the head, um, the head honcho. So like head of entertainment at Mar at Marvel. Okay, overall. Yeah, I didn't know who else to contact. Right, head. Um, what's that? What's the title called? Head honcho. No, that's just a, that's like a colloquial phrase. I guess the title would be um, the head of entertainment. Okay. What, what does, what does honcho mean? Does it mean anything or? I don't know. I, you know what? I say that phrase all the time, but I think it's just. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's certain words that we use and it's just like. <laughs> no idea what it means, man. No yeah, idea yeah. what it means. Yeah. Um, so I found, oh, right. I found that yeah. guy and I emailed mm. him and I literally just said, I'm 18 years old. I'm a black Ghanaian man. I love Black Panther. I, mm. I've done, you know, um, mini interviews and stuff for artists here and there. Like, can I interview the cast mm. for the film? And he, like, I remember I was just sitting at the desk and I got an email back and it was like, you know, you know how like you format professional emails and stuff. And so you expect it to be in like a certain professional style, like yeah, dear yeah, so-and-so, yeah, yeah, yeah. da, 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 kind regards. He just said, he yeah. just sent back, um, plugging you to head of media in Europe. And Ooh. then at the bottom, it said sent from tablet. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's like in his pajamas, just yeah, really he's in just, bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but cool. So then, that it went through it went through that and I went through a lot of different channels and eventually I got accredited. Like I was allowed to interview the cast at the red carpet. That is so cool, yeah, man. That's how it started, man. And then that it just so kept growing cool. from there. Oh, bear questions. Bear questions. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. So where do I start? Okay. So um you mentioned how before 
you had been doing stuff with like other artists like in the build-up to mm-hmm. i guess like being on the black panther red carpet so like were these literally just any odd artists that you were coming across like yo let me interview you or like like what was what was that sort of yeah, period the, like yeah there were there were um so these were artists that like gave me a shot because obviously i had nothing to my name and so mm. um I had to like kind of make myself seem more professional than I was. So, um, how did you go about doing that? Well, uh, that was, that was actually thanks to a guy. I'm not sure if you remember him, Ramon from. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, So he went to Warwick, which is the uni I'm in now. Mm. And he was in like, shout out Ramon. Yeah. Big, big up Ramon, man. This guy, he he (laughs) plugged me, man. Oh man. Like the opportunities I've had because of this man, it's incredible. Oh wow. Okay. Like, um, I got into the, uh, J Cole had a listening party for his KOD, um, album. And it's only cause I knew Ramon. You're dropping so many names right now. (laughs) You're dropping, wait. So, oh, flip sake. What is wrong with you? So Michael B. Jordan, Letitia Wright, J Cole. Is there any other names? I know Michael Ward's in there. I know Rapman's oh, in there. Yeah, yeah, I, that, uh, that happened a bit later. Wait, so you though. got into a J Cole listening party? Only, yeah, only because Ramon, like he, he, he pulled me in and he let me write an article for his company. So yeah. Boy, 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 boy. Ah, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> that is that. Ah, oh, that is so cool, man. I can't even try and like shy away. Is it? Like I, I could easily sit here and just be like, oh yes, like J Cole, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no man, that's yeah. sick, man. It's, that is lit. it's literally like the, it's 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 just straight blessings. I can honestly just say it's literally mm. God. God giving me opportunities, and I love it. So what? So after the the opportunity that Ramon gave you, did that kind of boost your credibility for you to approach like other artists? Yeah, because yeah, exactly. It let me because of what Ramon did. Like it let me put. I've worked with so-and-so, I've worked for um, mm. so-and-so, I've written mm. articles for so-and-so. And then artists were like, okay, mm. so he's got a foot in the door. He, he's he got a website, mm. kind of looks legit. Like, mm. okay, I'll give him a shot. And then it's just, um, you find like, there are these like freelancers around London just doing mm. videography work. And um, Ramon plugged me with one of them who eventually became like a business partner. Mm. Um, so shout out Jazz Deep. We've worked so many events together, and we yeah, yeah. like we just worked like we we yeah we just tirelessly worked and made ITTD what it is now. Mm. Okay, that that's cool. So with because obviously like from what you're saying, the J Cole thing I guess was like a sort of like a big a biggish sort of break for you. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess for like other people who may be listening and like pursuing like something like w- pursuing like their own sort of thing, um, mm. like what were you doing um, in the build up towards that opportunity that you got, like in order to put yourself in a position where you were able to like make the most out of that opportunity? Um, because obviously, if we're trying to pursue something, it's it's no good just waiting around and kind of waiting for something to come and not being mm. prepared for it. So like, what kind of things were you doing to put yourself in a position where it's like, if I get an opportunity, I'm going to like grab it with both hands mm. and like really make the most of it. Mm. Yeah. I was, um, I was just learning to be honest. It's because mm. if you're going to get to the top of any industry, you have to know what you're talking about, know the industry mm. in and out. So mm. um, I was like in this storytelling um, business, I mm. was like, okay, I could go down the film route. I could go down the journalism route. 
Um, I decided on film because visually it's just more interesting. Uh, I, I find visual mm. things more interesting than um, reading. So mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let me look at like people who make films. What do they do? Um, so mm. I learned about cameras, color, mm. lenses, mm. Um, everything to do with it. I, I was mm. learning about, and then I was putting that into action in my interviews and stuff. So mm. if you look, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't like shouting this out because mm-hmm. the whole, the whole Black Panther thing, it was a great opportunity and all, right? Mm. But when you watch that video, like every time I watch it, I cringe because okay. it's the quality I can make now is so much better than what I could make back then. Mm-hmm. But back then, like. I just didn't have enough knowledge. Um, mm. But the industry doesn't really care about that. They care about passion. So the fact that I was passionate enough to be mm. able to go out and do that on my own back is what got me like other jobs and, mm. you know, like just kept me going really. So it's the passion and learning mm. um, that's like got me to kind of where I am now. Mm. Now that's good, man. Cause <clears throat> I guess, it's important like if to be a student like if you really want to excel in in a certain field i think like being a student of 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 that field or that particular mm. like skill or area like it's important cuz um that's how you're able act, that's how you're actually able to improve definitely um, man it's it's all about the the talents like uh, the parable of the talents is like no matter how many mm, talents you've been given you mm. are meant to like you are meant to work on it and mm. improve upon it and that's what god expects mm. from us Mm, preach now <laughs> no, it's, no it's not but it's true for real yeah. because it's like if god's blessed you with something it's then your responsibility to grow it and, and nurture it and steward it yeah um so exactly. yeah no, I hear exactly you, so what would you say um with regards to film like is there any type of content in particular that you like to shoot um well it's i guess i guess my taste is refining as i go along so I started out telling um, real stories. So musicians starting out doing their first shows, um, Mm. artists coming out with new albums and what the music means to them. Mm. Um, I I interviewed like a couple clothing brands, like what's the word? I was going to say head honcho again, you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) This this word. (laughs) After you Google it afterwards. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, I interviewed like clothing brand uh, heads Mm. of departments and stuff like that. Um, mm. But now I'm kind of interested in making actual feature films. So wow. making story, like actually writing stories um, mm. and kind of, I like the intricacy of film, how a film can be so, so deep, mm. um, but it just like, there's a mm. sense of enjoyment mm. that you get from it. So that's kind of what I want to mm. do now. Yeah. No, that's sick, man. That's so cool. Cause I, I saw something on Instagram um, like mm-hmm. the other day, it was like a post and like the main, it was like a multiple um, picture sort of post. And like the first picture was um, why your art sucks. Like that was the title of it. And I was just oh, like, yeah. bro, like, um, like, why does it say that? Like mm. my art doesn't suck. Mm. Um, but then it went on to basically explain how like, um, like when we're learning a new skill, mm-hmm. we're exposed to a lot of good quality work. Mm-hmm. And through ex- being exposed to that, good quality work it develops our taste mm-hmm. and so we develop a good taste from like the different pieces of work that we that we see and the time space where our skills don't match our taste in the post is what they described as the gap 
um, mm. because our taste develop much quicker than our skill. Um, and so, yeah, it take it like when we're in that period of, yeah, like trying to match up our, our skill level to what we actually desire to put out, um, it's, it's a gap. And obviously like there are tensions that come with that. So like you mentioned, like when you look at, I'd imagine like when you were doing the Black Panther gig, um, you're thinking, rah, yeah, like this is sick. But then like when you look back at it now, mm, yeah, you cringe. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. so now with your aspirations to, to do more film, how do you manage? Because obviously like we see films every day, like on TV. So there's a certain standard that's set. And obviously films are done with like massive budgets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and with like massive teams. And obviously you're just starting out to... I'd imagine like develop your taste for like what your types of films would want to look like in the future, but your skill level may mm -hmm. not necessarily match that. So how do you manage being in that sort of in-between phase of not being able to pull off like, and an, like an Oscar award-winning film, like off the back sort of thing? You know what I've actually learned recently? Um, mm. So I watched a film called Knives Out and this film, I believe, is complete genius. Like, everything about the film. Who's it by? It's by um, a writer-director called Ryan Johnson. Okay. He's, he's very good. And this was a big-budget film. Like, Chris Evans is in it. Um, mm. It's got high Hollywood actors and actresses. Like, fantastically acted film. Mm. And when I was looking at the awards it received, I felt it was criminally underrated. You know, it mm. only had... Um, I say only. It had one Oscar <laughs> nomination, which is mm. which is big. But mm. the way that I see this film, I see it as one of the greatest films I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Um, and so it made me kind of realise that the accolades behind a film don't determine its worth. And similarly, the mm. accolades behind me don't determine mine. So even though I might not wow. be like... Say that. Say that. Yeah, you're going to have to say that again, bro. Yeah, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> what did I say? I said the accolades behind the film don't determine the film's mm. worth. And so similarly, the accolades behind me don't determine my worth. Mm, so mm. even though I don't have, you know, the um the the awards or anything like that or any type of big wide scale praise, mm. it's like okay because I'm recognizing that the the time I'm in right now is mm my i'm still in my learning phase i'm still in my growing phase mm, i'm still mm. you know like in terms of right now like like no even like before um when i was like shooting street art with my dad's old camera i'm still in the same type mm. of phase when it comes to film because like there are people who've been doing mm. it for so many years and so i can't start comparing myself to them like the big feature hollywood films i need to start looking at like mm. films around my level like starting out how i can get into that so prayerfully mm. one day if i'm ever blessed enough to make a hollywood or like a big budget film it won't be overbearing because mm. i've i've got like all these things behind, like down on my belt so right now i'm just trying to mm. like make my belt um so yeah that's that's really what i'm doing ah uh, that is so good man i feel like i even need to to sit in that for a minute with what you're saying about your accolades not determining your wealth because yeah. I guess it's 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 easy to to say, but then in terms of actually having like understanding that like in your heart, and then like not feeling like you need to chase 
like awards or like affirmation from like other people like when really and truly they don't really have any right to give it to you um so yeah mm, man that, yeah. That, that is that is wonderful that is wonderful I also just quickly want to so say, like, you I say think it's very. Imp- oh, go on, go sorry, on. I just interrupted. Oh go yeah, on, go I was, go was going to say like I think it's very important to um, also just point out that when you're like when you when you have a platform like you're doing in like right now, it's very important to be mm. giving other people opportunities and access to that platform. Like, so for example, mm. um, you like you interviewing friends, family, people. Um, people people you know um who are doing things like that's that's an amazing thing to do for Mm. me when i'm doing my film thing it's like i need to be looking for opportunities on how to be plugging people and getting people into it like like helping Mm. helping the next generation or helping aspiring filmmakers become actual filmmakers that's also something that i think is very important to point out Mm -hmm. and so like do you think um like with with like I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, like where do you where do you see that? Because what did you did you say it's a content creation platform? Yeah, just content forget, creation right? company. So it just like it creates company. We do yeah. yeah we do we do lots of like things. We've we've done now we've done music videos. We've done photo shoots. We've done um, whatever you can think of. Really interviews. Is, is that's what we're trying to do. Mm. And what what do you see that growing into? To be honest, I don't even know. Like, there's uh, uh, my boy asked me this once uh, a couple of months ago, and mm. it made me think about I don't even know why Tyler Perry, because this okay. was when yeah. Tyler Perry made his studio in Atlanta, yeah, and yeah. like it was just a, a like a an example of real black excellence, mm. and I was like, wow, what if ITTD could be something like that? Like, what if ITTD could be an entire film studio? Mm. And so. Like right now, that's kind of where I'm mm. leaning towards, like leaning into the film industry. Like, but I mean, honestly, mm. wherever God wants it to be, I really trust that His plan is perfect and His will is perfect. Mm. No, I love, I love that, man. I, I love that. I love <sighs> that. Um, like, I definitely want to be. Um, I definitely continue to pay like more of a close eye to like. I think that's dope. Because mm. um, even the name, like. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's really cool. So I'm I'm excited for what you guys have got coming up. Oh, thank like, you, in man. the future. I appreciate. Like, that. do you have like any? Obviously, you've mentioned like film as. Would you say that's like the ultimate sort of goal? Yeah, I mean, this film is the ultimate way to tell story, in my opinion, mm. because mm. it's just it's it's all encompassing. It. it mm. I so the way I kind of talk about it is like this: if you think about Shakespeare. Shakespeare's plays weren't just read, they were performed. Mm. And theatre, while it's amazing mm. to go to, isn't as accessible as film is. If you make a film and you can deliver mm. it onto um, streaming platforms, deliver it to cinemas, deliver it to TV, then anybody mm. can see your film. Whereas to go to the theatre, it's, it's it takes a lot more. And while it's a great experience, I personally just believe that mm. film is just more accessible. So if, mm. say, you could... Um, film Romeo and Juliet mm. versus seeing it in the theatre, more people are going to see it if it's in a film. Mm, mm. So for me, I feel like if I want to truly be spreading the gospel, spreading God's messages and looking at, like when Jesus spoke, he didn't speak just about, you know, the um, the great things or great people or like 
people who had it all together. Like he, mm. he looked at real broken people, you know, people who really mm. went through it, really went through the mud. So mm. if I can make films about mm. similar mm. topics and and people can watch it, I really believe people are going to like get things mm. out of that that's going to help their lives. And prayerfully, mm. it brings them to the mm. gospel. That's the ultimate goal. Mm. Wow. No, that is, that is, that's amazing. And I think I've, what I also do really like about it as well is um, with, I guess, when you, have, when you have conversations with people about spreading the gospel and, um, yeah, like doing things that are like honourable to God, it's quite, I don't know if so much nowadays, because I guess like with the rise of like social media and even with like lockdown to a certain extent where like the like side hustles are like more of a thing. Um, but I still think there's an element of like, if I want to do something that honors God and that is pleasing to him, like it's got to be in church. So like, I've got to be singing in the choir or I've got yeah. to be um, playing an instrument or do you know what I mean? Um, and so the fact that mm -hmm. you're using mm -hmm. this gift that God has blessed you with um, and yeah, like not, limiting it to yeah just like the confines of, of the four walls of the church i think i think that's 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 so amazing yeah so, i mean so i recently watched a um i watched a video of letitia wright speaking about kind mm. of a similar topic and she was saying how god told her that acting was her ministry mm. it's like not everyone's called to be a preacher you know yeah yeah when you are acting when you're on set you are an example of me. You know, yeah. when I'm yeah. prayerfully, when I'm directing whoever, whoever, the way I talk to them, the way I interact with them, the love that I show mm. them, it's meant to be mm. representative of Jesus. Mm. That's the ultimate goal for every Christian. No matter what area you're in, be a reflection of Christ. Mm. Yeah. No, no we're getting deep, that, man. That I love is... this stuff. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even intending to get this deep. I, I just wanted to talk about yeah. I think that's dope. I wanted you to come over. Nice. No, oh, but everything man, you've shared. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like honestly, like everything you've shared is so valuable and that there's so much truth in it. Um and I do honestly believe that like, yeah, there'll be people listening to this that will actually be encouraged because I've had conversations with people where it's they have like like gifts like similar to yours, like photography, like media, all this sort of stuff, and it's like you can tell like through conversation they feel like they're limited because it's like raw but like how can like how can this like i'm not i'm not like i can't like i can put like a verse on every single like picture that i do or video mm. that I, do you know what i mean mm. um but like with everything that you're saying about yeah like how you carry yourself in those environments like it it is it does um it can be used to help like testify of like god's goodness so Definitely, nah, and just the fact of getting into sick, those man. places, man. <laughs> oh man, love, bro. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the compliments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess my last question would be like, and I guess you've kind of probably already hinted to it already. Would you say there's anyone or anything that motivates you in particular to keep pursuing what you're doing and like to continue to do better and improve and yeah, to keep going? Oh, is there anyone in particular or anything in particular? Is that the question? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In particular, I guess, I guess I'm inspired by like a lot of my friends and a lot of um, 
like the people I see doing films. So for example, lots of British filmmakers. So we mentioned Blue Story, Rap Man. I'm so inspired by him. Mm. I like I love what he's doing. I love mm. the way I love the way he tells stories and he has a signature style. I mm. think that is beautiful. And the way mm. like he even carries mm. himself, man. I, I, like when I interviewed him, I met him for like a couple seconds, but just in that mm. interaction, you could tell like he's such a genuine guy. And yeah, I want yeah. to be able to be that genuine with like anybody that I'm blessed enough to come in contact with in the industry. Mm. Like he just seems like yeah. he doesn't change on or off camera. Um, yeah. So I guess him right now, like looking at his his signature style and the way he carries himself, that's kind of the vibe that I'm trying to go for. Mm. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. I think we're done here, to be honest. Right. I mean, I hope I hope I help someone. I hope I don't know. This is a good episode. I'm not sure if I was talking too much or too little, but <laughs> nah, nah, that was good, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on, bro. Thank you for having me. God bless you, man. Yeah, man. Blessing us with your inspiration, words, all that stuff.